Welcome to the Side Talks Podcast. Hi, Corey. Hi, Rachel. So I've got a special treat for you. Okay, let's see. We're gonna see it. if this works. We're gonna see if this works. Step off camera and meet the talented stars of Twin Peaks. We're all on this town. <laughs> Revealing interviews. Whoa. And go behind the scenes of an extraordinary new show, Cop Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you'd appreciate that. Did you realize that Cop Rock and Twin Peaks were on the air at the same time and shared some promo space? I genuinely did not realize that. No, you that. did. That was that a special treat for you. Yes. I, and I do appreciate that very much. What you can't see podcast listeners is, you know, some comic lock and like in a t-shirt, which you rarely see sort of in a, in a director's chair being interviewed is, is some of the footage. And then it cuts to the, you know, the choir scene in Cop Rock. Anyway, <laughs> if you don't know what Cop Rock is, it's a musical cop show that should, you know, Win everyone's heart. Yeah. It definitely it, lasted a very long yeah. time. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're, we're not here to talk about cop rock today, even though eh, you never know what we might do. We are here to talk about movies. Let's let's do it. All right. What's this shit? Whoa. I brought you a gift and then I took it away. <laughs> See how that works? Yeah. Okay. So this is a film that I have. I, I, the cardio cinema is back, Corey. Whoa. It is back. I mean, kind of. Kind of. Okay. I've been back in the gym. I've been back for a few months. Uh-huh. But usually when I go in on the TV is like in the TVs where I'm on the treadmill or what have you in that general area, it's something like, a, oh, I don't know. a What is the not Regis and Kelly? That's forever. Kelly Clarkson. No, no. It's it's um whatever her name is with with Ryan Seacrest. It's something like uh, Kelly that. Rippa. Kelly Rippa. Kelly Rippa was, yes. Kelly and Ryan or some bullshit like that is usually what's on. Or, you know, uh, Supernatural's on a lot. Well, there are 15 seasons of it. Yeah, well, they, they play it all the time. So I see, you know, Rory's ex-boyfriend on the screen. But in this particular instance, this week when I was at the gym, there was an actual movie on. Whoa. And it was indeed shit. So in some ways, the cardio sun was back. So I'm going to describe this to you because this is the scene that I saw. And then I went and looked for more scenes because, okay. boy, there is a, not a lot to get a handle on here. But I did not realize that this film existed and that these two, that these two actors were in a film together. And one of them's very tall, the gentleman in this case, which mm, gentleman probably verdicts out. Mm. And then the young woman is very short. Okay. And so they look very interesting on screen together. But the scene that I've that I watched and then I'll tell you that one and then the other one I'll tell you also about because I didn't think this one would be enough, but she, you see what you can come up with. Woman enters her apartment or what looks to be her apartment and immediately gets attacked. Whoa. Yeah, she then runs over to the stove, picks up the grate to the stove or I think maybe gets pushed to the stove. Mm-hmm. Picks up the grate off the stove and clicks you know, clocks the dude in the head with it, uh-huh. which allows her enough time to get into a room, which we then discover is a bathroom. Because what once she's gone in the room, we cut to a hallway where we have the gentleman, the tall gentleman I was speaking of, or at least he's tall in relation to this woman. He, there's some fighting in the hallway. Hmm. Okay. And from what I can tell, every scene I tried to click on, it's just a bunch of fighting and some guns and some fighting and some guns. So that could be almost any film, right? Yeah. This thing is so generic. So then cut from back from the hallway, parallel editing into the bathroom where a hand comes through the door and clearly somebody's like, let's do a kind of shining thing here mm-hmm. for a second. Mm-hmm. The guy breaks through the door and I think I'm pretty sure that this young woman then uses like a toilet seat or the back of the toilet to hit him in the head. And then our tall guy comes in to try to save the day and he ends up beating the guy so badly that the, the sink comes off the wall 
the young woman at this point is in the bathtub kind of shielding herself. And then he looks at her and says, we need to go. Or we should go. We should go. What on earth is It's really generic, right? I mean, everything I'm talking about is just a bunch of wrestling. So, I mean, okay. Try. Yeah, why not? Is this... Is one thing you're not telling me is that this is a superhero movie? I don't think it is. Okay. Even though this actor has played a superhero before. He has. But not, I don't think, in this context. So when I went looking for other clips, what I did see was a 16-minute supercut of the continuity errors in this film, (laughs) which is kind of amazing. A 16-minute cut of all the things that are wrong in it. Wow. But the other scene I saw was that these same exact people, again, like putting a gun in a duffel bag and then moving the gun around and them kind of fussing at each other. And they look to be either in a houseboat or a trailer or a very small enclosed space. Now, I can tell you who these two actors are, and then I think you're going to get it, but maybe that's a bit of a clue. Both of them are – one of them in particular is incredibly famous. Is this a is this a pure action movie? Is this more of a comic action movie? This looks pure action to me. Like, I didn't see anything funny, even though the young woman does oftentimes play a comedic character. Is the woman Cameron Diaz? It's not. Okay. It's not. Good guess. Uh, and I, my, my feeling is that this is from the last 10 years. Right. So probably post-Cameron retirement sure, is my guess. Sure, Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't really have a whole lot else to go on here because every clip I pulled up was just a bunch of fussing, fighting, you know, complaining at each other and gun moving around. Um. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to think of pure action movies that have like a noteworthy – male lead and a noteworthy female lead. Do you want me to give you the characters and then you, and then the actors? I guess so. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck in an action movie in the Mm -hmm. last 10 years. I think so. I could be wrong. And then the young woman is Anna Kendrick. Oh, this is the accountant. Yeah, you got it. Ding, ding, ding. Boy. Okay. I, I have seen the accountant, but, the shit that I remember in the accountant is like the scenes where nerd Ben Affleck is doing math. Wait, he's he's a math. He is a math he lead is, in this. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, I forget the plot of this movie, but he's yeah, like, I wonder why he is like. What if what if Rain Man were also Jason Bourne? Oh God! Yeah, um, and he's he's not like portrayed as like you know, on the autism spectrum necessarily, at least not to the degree that like Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man is, but he kind of is, as I recall. Isn't like I Kendrick think the character a... is supposed to be autistic and he's like oh he's like made into God. Jason Bourne or something. And Anna Kendrick works for some company that he comes on to do accounting for. And I don't remember if the accounting is in, you know, air quotes like I just did it, or if he's genuinely hired to do some accounting. Anyway, this movie is ridiculous, but I thought it was fun. Oh. Yeah. That's a hot take. Here's a swerve. Well. Not a bad movie. Is Anna Kendrick a love interest for Ben Affleck in this? Please say no. I don't remember. Please say no. I don't remember. It wouldn't surprise me if there were like a smooch. Yeah. But I don't remember. That was the vibe I I was getting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, anyway, it, it, lo- it looked me. absolutely terrible. It looked absolutely terrible. Uh, I don't think you would like it at all. <laughs> well, I, no, I feel I like well, your, your I instinct feel like is right. We have to kind of give you this one because you did get it eventually, and it's just so damn generic. And uh, yeah, I completely I guess just, forgot about yeah, this. But, but I, I don't feel good about this one, Corey. I don't feel good about it. I feel good about the accountant. Fun movie. No, I think no, no. And now a look at what we're watching this week. 
attractions. Oh, no. Okay. But we already said we were going to do this one. Okay. Because I accused John Mayer of dating an underage Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. And Brad said, whoa, 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 hold on a second. We should at least acknowledge that she was of age. Okay. And so I have come to you now today uh-huh. with the absolute facts around the Taylor Swift, John Mayer relationship. Good. We, Ooh, I can't wait. We need to dig into this. I'm, I'm glad that you brought this to us. Taylor Swift was the ancient age of 19. So I would An like old to, maid. I would like to highlight that she couldn't legally drink in a bar, nor was that birthday in sight, right? It wasn't like when all those bros were counting down to the Olsen twins' 18th birthday and all that. Oh, gross. On that calendar. They had like That's special. Gross. Yeah, it was. They had special calendars. The guy I worked with at the time, who I won't name, but I was working in advertising in New York, and the guy that I worked with had a calendar that he put X's on down to her 18th birthday. And I mean, he was, you know, he was crowning 30. And uh, their 18th birthday. I consider them one person, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, their boyfriends at the time were probably doing the same thing, so we can only get so mad. Oh, God. Ew, sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right, so Taylor Swift was 19, and do you want to guess how old that sleaze bag was? That sleaze bag, his body is not a Wonderland mayor? I just, I don't know how old that dude is, because it feels like he's been a, a popular musician now for like 20 years. Yeah, I don't know how, so, how old he is right now today. But so, I, so look, my guess is like thirty-one. Okay. Anybody else want to take a stab? Yeah, I was going to guess early to mid thirties. Yeah, so he was thirty-two and she was nineteen. Now that age difference isn't shocking or anything like that. Certainly, lots of folks are in, including myself, in, in relationships that have a, a wider gap than that. But, mm-hmm. but what disturbs me is the specific ages. 19 and 32, I don't love it, y'all. I don't love it. But, well, uh, I don't but, think anybody's going right. to take the, the side of John Mayer in no, this one. they're not. No. They're not, especially when he then when they break up and he writes a song about her called Paper Doll. Whoa. Which is just gross. Like, okay, dude, that was my point, right? My point is, okay, so you're you're a nasty old wolf and you are, you know, drooling over a 19-year-old, whatever, welcome to america fine but then you cannot get mad you cannot get pissed when the when the 19 year old acts like a fucking 19 year old yeah so anyway that is the age difference let's also point out that that sleaze bag dated jennifer aniston Uh uh-huh jessica simpson and as we know jennifer love hewitt but he dumbass did a bunch of radio interviews. I think one of them, which was Howard Stern, where I feel like is Howard Stern have like a truth serum he gives everybody where they just so. get in there and talk like douchebags about like their ex girlfriends. I think I remember when this happened. Like, I mean, they just literally, it's like they can't not describe like what their girlfriend looks like naked. You know, it's just disgusting. You really shouldn't do that, especially not on the radio. <laughs> well, he referred to Jessica Simpson as sexual napalm. Oh, my God. Just don't do that, dude. Um, and, of course, then the famous 2010 Playboy interview where he used the N-word. Great. So Seems um, like a great guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So that's the retraction. Hashtag we, Team Taylor. <laughs> we all know now Mama Tay's age when John Mayer swooped in and dated her. We're sorry, Taylor. We're sorry. The whole country mourns for that relationship and how... It gross it was that we all allowed that to happen. John Mayer, we are we are not sorry. We are not sorry, you little bitch.
Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Side Talks. Where we got to the bottom of the John Mayer-Taylor Swift relationship. <laughs> and it's we there. remembered The Accountant is a it's, movie that exists. It's there for the record. We're your own personal cinematic Hot Pockets and Pizza Bites. I am allergic to Hot Pockets, so <laughs> I'll take Pizza Bites. Oh, or Pizza Bites, is, they're not the same thing as Bagel Bites, though. We could be either. I could go either way. Well, when I appreciate a Bagel Bite. Pizza's on a bagel. You can have pizza anytime. It's true. It's true. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks to Beltwell Studios. Thanks to Revelator Coffee, our wonderful sponsors. They're in downtown Birmingham serving up coffee when you need and it the delicious. most. It's the best. Love Revelator. Speaking of college foods and foods that people still eat beyond college, but you know. Uh oh. Uh, does anybody here know Mama Goldberg's? Sponsor us, please, because does anybody here know what Mama Goldberg's nachos are? I, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> please describe them because it's kind of my favorite thing that you can actually buy this. And not just make it at home well, they, they take, when you're 12. They take Dorita, Dorita chips <laughs> and they sprinkle some cheese on it and just kind of toast it, right? It's just sliced pepper jack cheese. Sliced pepper jack cheese and jalapeno. So it's not even it's not even shredded cheese? No. no it's Whoa. like whole. And it's steamed. So it's just sandwich cheese that they put on, yes. on top of a big pile of uh, nacho cheese, Doritos, and then jalapeno peppers on the top. Wow. And I'm here to tell you that I am a latchkey kid, uh-huh. right? Because I am Gen X. And Gen X was like, when, when you're Gen X, everybody in, in my generation's mom came to them on the first day of school and said, let me put this key around your neck. Right. This is how you get in the house. If anybody is trying to rob us, fight them off. <laughs> and so I was a, you know, I was a, a latchkey kid. And so I would get home and then my brother's bus came a few minutes after mine. And it reminds me of a concussion that we would have gotten up to like crazy 100%. in that kitchen. I mean, we ate so many bo- – I ate my weight in Kraft macaroni and cheese. Whatever <laughs> we could put together in that kitchen, we would put together. And that sometimes involved chocolate. It sometimes involved potato chips. None of it was good, but all of it was, meh, enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's, you know, we'll, that's another podcast. Again, we have so many offshoots. Uh, just developing more and more with every episode. I'm thinking about publishing a recipe book. I'd anyway, buy it. Mama Goldberg's. That's a you know, whoa, that's the a, a pinnacle to to really, you know, set 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 the bar for us, please. Anyway, bye y'all. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>